Hey guys, and welcome back to Trust the Process. Today we have two special guests with us, Maggie and Chloe, who are second year students here at the AGD program. And today we're gonna to be talking about our subscription box project, which we started our first year here at CBCC, but then we carried it into our second year. So let's go back, we're gonna take you with us to our first year here, and let's talk about how the project came to be. So the goal of this project was to create a subscription service that does not exist or isn't related at all to any other box subscription. So we'll go to Maggie first and she'll talk about um, what her concept was. So my concept was Lily Mae's Bouquets, which is a flower subscription box company um, that sends a bouquet of flowers and an information card and a vase to the subscribers so that they can learn more about the different types of flowers that they would get each week. Um, so for my actual concept, I um, went and did research about other um, flower subscription box companies and found like what they did and what they were successful at and kind of tailored mine around that and um, did some mood boards because I love mood boards. Helps me <laughs> through the creative process. And um, what do you look for mostly in your mood boards? Like what kind of do you um, pull into? Visual like textures or things that are related to brands that I'm looking to, like the overall aesthetic that I want the brand to portray. So like every image that is in a mood board that I create like kind of has a purpose, whether it's something that I like about the type in the image or the color or stuff like that, but it helps me to get through that first initial um, step of the creative process. Right, so Chloe, tell us a little bit about your books. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I first was concepting ideas for it, I already knew I wanted to do something um, children related, and I thought stuffed animals were just like so fun. For sure. <laughs> and just like a cute idea. And I, I was writing down just several different ideas of subscription boxes I hadn't ever like heard of and the idea popped in my head to do a create your own stuffed animal subscription box. So um, each month the child will receive a new box with a different stuffed animal that they'll be able to create. They'll receive all the different supplies that they'll need. Oh, that's nice. And when I was doing thumbnails for the logo, I had reached about like five thumbnails and then I reached one that I was like, okay, this is the one that I want to do. Right. And it happens like that sometimes. You either have like a whole month for me of thumbnailing <laughs> or, or you have three. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you just, it just clicks like that. So Chloe kind of hinted about the thumbnailing process. Maggie, mm -hmm. how did you think your thumbnail process went? Thumbnailing is one of my favorite parts of the creative process, second to the mood boards, probably. Um, but for my logo, which is a floral like bouquet sitting on top of a script type, um, which is actually my handwriting, by the way. Um, but for the floral aspect of this, I actually took one of my illustrations that I did in the thumbnailing process and created a digital version of that. Um, for the actual logo. So this is a very one-of-a-kind logo because that's what I created, but anyway. Awesome. So we have the brand now. And so 
how did you, you know, know that, you know, this is the colors I wanted to use and how did you build on your brand? Um, for mine, I actually, like, my original mood board was more of, like, muted colors, so, like, a muted pink, muted green, softer, but when I actually started creating it, I decided that the bolder, like, pop of color kind of makes it stand out, and it ties to, like, a wider variety of flowers, I guess, like, roses or gold, I don't know, it just kind of catches your attention a little yes, better. Yes, your box looks really rich, like, you, like, want to touch it. <laughs> and I think it's really cool how you can like, it's not textured, but it looks textured. Yeah, it's kind of abstracty. Mm -hmm. So it's not like your typical floral illustration. It's a little different. Chloe, talk to us about your <laughs> I knew I wanted to give the box a magical aspect. And I already like really loved elephants. And I thought those were just a cute thing to um, include for the logo. So I decided to do like kind of like a mascot type thing for the yeah. overall brand. <laughs> and so um, this is Stella oh. that I chose to do, gave her a name. <laughs> so nice of you to join us today, Stella. <laughs> and so I gave her a wizard hat to help tie in the magical aspect. And she's sitting up on a cloud oh. and the type rests underneath in that negative space in there. And for the colors, blue is obviously it's like a rich, like royal blue. Right. It gives the whole magical vibe. And then I also added in the soft, like gray to just give it right. an overall, like friendly vibe that I was going for. Well, I think you both nailed, like, you know, you wanted the floral aspect, <laughs> you wanted to be abstract and things like that. And then, like, you wanted magical vibes for children. I think that's basically it. <laughs> the visual definition. <laughs> so. So now you have this big, beautiful brand, and we're still in our first year. We haven't moved on yet. <laughs> so then COVID happened. So, and, you know, <laughs> North Carolina shut down. We're all at home, and we're like, oh, no. <laughs> you know, we're thinking we're going to have to do this thing alone, but we did. Um, thankfully, our professors were able to still keep in touch with us. We did a lot of WebEx meetings, and there was times where I was, like, using the – the school number, I'm like, Miss Cobb, I need to meet with you before I have a meltdown about this project. <laughs> and Miss Cobb was just always there, you know, just logged on with me and walked through the process with me. Because it's easy when you have them here, but then when you're at home, you're walking around looking for Tallman and you can't find him at home because <laughs> he's at his house. And I think that's when we learned we really do depend on them, but at the same time, it was kind of like they were like stepping back a little bit, but they were always there, you know, a phone call away or a video chat away from like helping us through the process and you know which really came through when we were working on our style guides because we finished those at home so how did you guys you know go through the style guide at home now just using a laptop or whatever you had well we kind of like she said we started the brand here and then went like transferred to the online portion um after COVID hit and we kind of were navigating the style guide on the web part um but that it kind of they were obviously still there to give feedback and help with ideas and stuff um but it kind of set us free to start our own yeah to be more independent which was see what we could probably, actually do ourselves yeah really good timing at where we were at in the project um but everything kind of started coming together um we had the like 
actual like primary logo like everything built and then we kind of expanded everything into secondary logos pull out your color palette and, and create patterns yeah that was that was fun create some patterns especially for my like floral little patterns patterns stuff. are always so fun to make yeah they are <laughs> um and one thing that i used unique in my style guide was black and white images that were floral bouquets and stuff but the actual flowers were color where the rest of the image was black and white so it kind of creates a whole mood for the brand right and then i could use those types of images later in the marketing aspects so chloe how did your style that go it went really well actually i decided to use a lot of um, images with children interacting with the stuffed animals whether they're like hugging them or oh. whatever and i chose <laughs> images that had soft colors because I didn't want the brands to be like too much like in right. your face. It just wanted to give it more of like a warm, inviting feeling. Like you want to just hug yourself up through your stock. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also just used the stars that are like within the brand and kind of like sprinkled those in there. Just like mm -hmm. a soft right. light. There's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a little touch here and there. And so, and that was the, the end of our first year. Um, we finished at home and we thought this is kind of it. You know, we're not going to see these subscription box again. We're never going to see them. We saw them, we saw them, but we didn't see them come to life. But I think through that whole process, this program here, the advertising graphic design program here at CGCC was so conforming. They were so leading. It was like, it worked very well online because they, our professors are always there for us. And even though they couldn't physically walk us through, they still walked us through. And that's when all those design terminologies come in and you're kind of just, you know, you know, this is what they're saying and this is how you can improve and fix it. And I think that's what this program does exceedingly above any other program um, at this college or probably anywhere is that they are there for you. This program, they want you to succeed. They want you to actually be a graphic designer, not training you how to be one, but to actually be one. And I think that was important as well. So we're leaving our first year and we're going to go and jump into our second year with you guys. So we have a class here last semester called Digital Print Production, where we took our brands and brought them to life. So <laughs> it was kind of a surprise. Though, yeah, wasn't we it? were like, yeah, what? They, they told us they were actually going to get to make our boxes. I was like, oh my gosh, we get to make them. We get to <laughs> actually see them come to life. <laughs> right. Yeah, early Christmas. Early Christmas. It would have been, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, early Christmas. So, Melanie, talk about how your brand started coming to life for everyone. Um. Well, I didn't have a definite like plan for my box, like how I wanted it to look finished I kind of had an idea but since we didn't actually get to do that before I kind of focused more on the brand and stuff like that but then when we got into that class we really got to create die lines which is like a flat version of what the box design would be so like if you unfolded all of the pieces of it it would be how it would be laid out um, so that was kind of a learning experience that we had to do all those pieces and lay everything out correctly so when it folded up it would look right um but mine for the prototype i found like the box shell that i wanted to use like the size box that fit what mm -hmm. i needed it to do and then created the die lines to fit like on that box um but chloe did it a little different yeah since my box was so custom i couldn't like find an actual box anywhere 
that was like what I needed. So I had to just use cardboard and create my die lines, oh, obviously. Wow. And then measure out everything from scratch and cut it out, but I'll show you. So when you open it up, it's kind of like a wardrobe. Oh, that's so cool. So it has the separate drawers inside. So I had lots of several different pieces. Yeah. To so all your materials go inside the drawers that you bought. Oh, that's so cool. That's how you need And while it was still flat, I went ahead and laid out the vinyl on top, stuck it on there, and then I folded it, put it together. Did you run into any challenges since yours was so custom? Yes. <laughs> how many times did you cut the box? <laughs> I think twice. Oh, wow. I, I had started it, and I can't exactly remember what the problems were, I think it, the doors weren't closing right. right. Something was cut wrong, like along the top. The troubleshoot and- Yeah, yeah. and then the drawers, I think I also had to do those twice because oh, they, no. they ended up being too big. Like they wouldn't fit inside. Right. <laughs> Take some trial and yeah. error to get everything to right. I would right. love to do it like a third time to get it like just how I want. Yeah, because it's hard when you see it like, in your mind, but then it's like when you're trying to execute, you get so frustrated with yourself. Like, why is this not working? And that's when you know, you, of course, you trust the process and you just keep going and keep moving forward with it. Yeah. Um, but I think you both have two unique box shells. How did you know where you're going to put all your brand elements on your box? Well, I knew that I wanted the like floral logo that I have to be pretty big since that's so unique to the brand. So, and I also wanted to keep it simple. Like yeah. not to make it cluttered looking. So it's the, your vibe. Yeah, it, it went with my vibe. Um, <laughs> it's a vibe. <laughs> definitely the vibe. So the top of it has the logo like on it pretty big. Mm -hmm. And then the bottom is the light pink, which is in the brand style guide. Um, and it actually has a tagline like on the bottom right corner of the box. And that's pretty much it. So it keeps it very simple. So. Right. Colleen, what about you? I also wanted the um, logo a decent size on the front, so when the kid sees it, they're like, wow. <laughs> wow, that's Stella. <laughs> <laughs> and I also put a pattern down along just the sides. There's nothing on the back. It's just right. white as well. And then I also labeled the drawers because I thought that was important so they know kind of like what's inside. Like which steps to do. Help keep it more organized and everything. So they just go from the top drawer and work their way down to the bottom. Now, I don't know if it was part of you guys' intention, but I think both your boxes work well to like restore things and to repurpose their boxes, whether it's for their items specifically, because like with yours, yeah, you know, if it's the July box, you know, I could be, oh, I can just pull it out in July or anytime I can mm -hmm. remember, oh, this came from this, or like mm -hmm. kids can just put their toys in there, or food for Stella, like whatever they want to <laughs> do with it, turn it into it's a fridge Stella's for Stella. Stella. <laughs> yeah. So that's really cool. Mm -hmm. So we produced the boxes. Now you guys did a website. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> using Adobe XD, Adobe XD is a prototyping software, which allows you to basically, if you're building a website, you lay out the website, there's certain columns that you do have to meet. I think it's like 12. So you have to keep it within those 12 columns. Mm -hmm. And if you download Adobe XD, you'll see that. Um, but basically, you lay out all your graphics and how you want it to look. And then there's a prototyping tab where you take these arrows. And if you want to click like the about to go to the about screen, you can actually do that. And it is 
responsive. We actually got on our phones and was checking out each other's websites like, oh, I can touch this and it goes to this page and all that. And it was really cool. So I'll let you talk about your website before I get too excited about it. <laughs> so, it's just cool. You just gotta go try it. <laughs> it was really cool that we got to actually see it like working. So it after came to we, life as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. After we like made it and designed it where it could be responsive, like we actually got to see it. That was very interesting. Um, but like for mine, I really wanted to keep the floral, like kind of simple aspect, um, use some of those. And like Savannah said, we created like mobile versions and desktop versions, just kind of challenging to get everything to fit right and still be visually appealing and include all the information that you needed. But it was- Of course you wanted them the web and mobile to kind of match, but it's kind yeah. of hard with mobile because you have to like shrink everything down basically or re reorganize it. Yeah, actually like my, of course we had to do like thumbnails before we do the digital versions. Um, that like I had done thumbnails, it's like I hadn't considered the resizing aspect of it yeah. and I actually ended up redoing those so that it was easier for me to take like those drawings yeah. to the actual digital versions. Chloe, what about you? What about your website? <laughs> I, <You> must know. <laughs> I did thumbnails as well, but I eventually redid the whole thing as well. Right. It wasn't giving the magical aspect that I wanted it to. I finally got it to that place. I used lots of pictures again, how I did with my style guide. I kind of pulled from there, giving it the soft, but just giving it the wow factor as well. Right, and you talk about that wow factor, you know, you can try images and graphics, but unless it all just comes together, because you really just want to grab, you know, your target audience's attention. I think that's one of the hardest things because you can love your brand, but the whole point is somebody else loving it and you're creating it for them, which I thought, yeah. you know. Um, so you have your amazing website with all these great details. So then you had to do even more marketing for your subscription <laughs> box when you did your social media content. So talk to us a little bit about that. So for my box, the target audience is mainly women aged like 25 to 45-ish. Um, that could, of course, it could reach beyond those people, but that's the main target audience. Um, so I chose to go with Instagram, and that gets maybe like the younger side of that target audience. Facebook, which maybe is the older, and Pinterest, which is kind of a mix of both, I think. Um, but that all of those platforms allow the visual aspects of marketing to be prominent, which is what I want because Sorry. the brand, like the floral aspect, that's what people want to see if they're getting a floral subscription box. They want to see what they're getting and all of that. So. Yeah, and I think Pinterest was a very unique choice. I don't think a lot of people think about how they can brand themselves on Pinterest. Yeah, you know, you're just scrolling through, people see things around visual. And there's stuff. many ads you see on Pinterest now where it pops yeah. up. So, yeah. Chloe, how did your social media, which ones did you pick? <laughs> I ended up um, choosing to use Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube because oh, wow. with my box, um, I kind of have to target the parents and the children. Right. Because you want to grab the child's attention, but the parents can be the one Show who ends up yeah. actually buying the box. Oh, for sure. And Unless there's like a millionaire kid somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so I chose to use Facebook that would kind of um, target the parents and then Instagram 
maybe both uh, more so the younger audience and then YouTube definitely like younger children like love scrolling through YouTube and oh, just yeah. watching videos for hours. <laughs> I have church kids that are addicted. It's like every time they see me, it's not me. Where's your phone? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> but talk to us how your YouTube video, like how you had to print it out and you know, what was your concept behind your video? Well, I, um, I already knew I wanted to do like a tutorial video of like how to actually like use the box and make the stuffed animal that you receive. I thought that would be important because I have that like linked to the website as well. Oh, that's so nice. there's a whole page of like videos that the mm. kids can like go. And so they can watch that if they're like having trouble, like right. knowing what to do. Cause not everyone knows how to sew. That was also kind of the yeah. point of the box to be kind of a little bit, um, Learning. Yeah, learning that visual learning. Like, I'm a visual learner. I have to see it to know what I'm doing. Like <laughs> a lot of words, I just don't like to read. I'll just be honest. <laughs> but watching a YouTube video, yes. Yeah, Especially if it's like broken down into their level, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, did you say it was like a very wordy video, or was it just more of? It was more slow? visual and also kind of playful. It had like fun music in the background. Well, just, of course. So the kids won't get bored watching right. it either. And it's kind of, I don't know, not interactive, but just makes well, they it can seem do more. Stella with the video mm -hmm. or whoever yeah. they get that month. Mm -hmm. So not only did Chloe, she kind of jumped the gun on her video <laughs> process with her YouTube, but Maggie, did you also have to do a video? I did. Um, I actually used my video. It was a little shorter, maybe um, for Instagram because I think there's like a time limit for there and people's attention span is short, but it kind of keeps- Yes, TikTok is a perfect one, but yeah. now I find longer videos on TikTok and I'm like, this is supposed to be short. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, mine was like kind of a tutorial, kind of like close, but it was like how to style your bouquet once you get it. Because when you get it, it's wrapped in brown paper, like around, but you actually want to like put it in the vase that comes with it. Like kind of mm -hmm. how to put them in and arrange it to where it looks nice and you can keep it in your house. So it was just kind of a, Fun little video of how to style your flowers. It's just music. visual. Yeah, visual. Yeah, I'm just sure that's the fun part, you know, you know, finding your social media and what you're going to put on there and things like that. Mm -hmm. But what about email marketing? <laughs> I'm sure that was fun. <laughs> how did you, how did you make, because everybody's like, oh, email, you know? Yeah. Like, there's nothing fun about email. So how did you, like, vamp up your brand to make emails? Like, yes, I'm so excited I got an email from them today. <laughs> it was, it was kind of interesting because... Like we had to create like several different emails that had like purposes behind them. So one of mine was um, like after they buy their first box, like they get like a, not like congratulations, but kind of like, you know, on your purchase. And That's like nice. if somebody subscribes, they get like a welcome email or if there's like a sale going on, like I think one of them I did was, it was Lily Mae's birthday. So there was like a sale, like That's 50 nice. off or something. Um, so that was kind of cool, just to kind of bring the brand into those. Yeah, I was going to say, that you didn't include your brand, like, pulling yeah. in her birthday for a sale. Like, I'm all about a sale. It can be yeah. anybody's birthday, you know? Yeah, that'll <laughs> <laughs> I like the congratulations idea, too, because most of the time when you order, they're like, oh, your package is being shipped. It's never yeah. like, wow, congrats, you bought a box from us. Box. Like, they're cool. <laughs> like, they're going to talk to me back. <laughs> Chloe, how did, what kind of emails did you have? Um, I did the traditional like welcoming and sales. My favorite one I did was uh, like a sneak peek um, email just to kind of give a little sneak peek of like what the next stuffed animal will be that the kid will receive in the box. I thought that would 
kind of make them more excited. Right. To see they're what like, they're what's my get. box coming? What's in my box? Yeah. yeah. It won't <laughs> like show what's coming, but kind of give like maybe the theme or oh, whatever. Oh, that's cool. That's a, that's a unique it's, idea too. Stella's like the like magical um, wizard like theme. Something might be like underwater. I don't know. Oh, Just something wow. like, and that's a unique way of like extending your brand yeah. and use your brand more. Like even with yeah. Maggie, you could always like change your color seasonally. Yeah. I'm sure you do that. I have no <laughs> idea, but yeah, that's pretty cool. So we've gone through all the fun stuff. We have our videos, <laughs> the email marketing. Now we have the Mac Daddy, the digital marketing case study. How did that go, Maggie? <laughs> it was very <laughs> extensive. Like we put a lot of stuff in there. It was kind of scary, like thinking about it at the beginning, like all of the stuff that we were gonna have to do. And so I just kind of put off working on it. But when we actually got into it and like started building the brand voice of our, right. you know, box that we had created, like what the actual company like stood for and all the marketing aspects of it, it started coming together. And I, I definitely think it was, it was worth all the stress because we learned a lot about social media and marking all of that. And Aren't actually, you glad you trust the process? Yeah. <laughs> actually, like marketing a whole brand from you know beginning to yeah. end. Well, you basically had all the pieces of it. Yeah, we did. Just putting it all together. Yeah. <laughs> Chloe, how did yours go? I really <laughs> enjoyed putting it together because it really helped me figure out who Plushables was as a company. Mm -hmm. Like I knew before, but it went so much more in depth and then yeah. adding the visual aspects, it was just kind of really pulling together the whole yeah. company. Well, it's important for, a, you know, a company to know who they are, like yeah. what is your brand? Stand for, yeah. It really helped you get like a firm grasp of mm -hmm. everything. Because like, you know, most of the time as graphic designers, we just do the design. We don't do the marketing or, you know, it's like, here's the logo and, you know, that's all you have going into that extra step of marketing yourself i think yeah. was like challenging but you already had so many pieces built it up you know which is so great about our program and our professors how they just do it step by step without you even realizing until everything's done and you're like oh that's why they did that they're really sneaky like that <laughs> <laughs> so was there any other resources that you used throughout the digital case study that um helped you with building it or anything like that we had to use um Hootsuite, that was part of the project. Um, Hootsuite is kind of helps you organize all your different social media platforms. You can create your posts in there. So you'll have your one single post and then you can select um, if you want it to go to like Facebook, Instagram and wherever, it'll post automatically to those all at once. Oh, so wow. you don't have nice. to go Get like separately so to nice. each. Because I know when I'm doing my own personal post, I'm like, oh, I gotta go here, and then I gotta go here, <laughs> yeah. and I'm just copying and pasting because I don't want to type the whole paragraph again, like because that's just my work. <laughs> you can also pre-schedule your posts, yeah. so oh, that's very helpful. So it'll you can Same have base. your special yeah. time to schedule everything. Yeah. Right, and I'm sure you don't want to wait till like nine o'clock at night on your own time. Like, oh, I gotta post this, yeah. you know? and then you'll just be sitting later and I'll see that it posted online. Yeah, <laughs> just does it itself. Yeah, oh, that's really neat. So. Is there anything that you found challenging about this whole project or like what stumped you up and how you overcame anything in your project? 
I, yes. <laughs> Way back at the very beginning. Oh, we're going back. Are we going back to the, like, the second year beginning? Or are we going way back? <laughs> like, the beginning of the project. The first day of this project. <laughs> Pretty much, honestly. The, when I was doing the branding, like, I knew what, I had the overall, like, thumbnail that I was going with, but it took me a lot to get it to, like, where it is now. Like, it was hard to get um, Stella, like, I don't know, like her ears in particular, like yeah. she was not looking like a traditional <laughs> elephant. It just took a lot. And also just giving her like the aspect, like I added in the little cheeks and oh, everything. And I know, she does look cute. And the like reflection in her eyes are actually right. like the little stars. Oh, wow. <laughs> Those so, little touches. Yeah. And what makes me buy from people, I'm just saying. <laughs> it took me... I think a lot longer than maybe the other people were farther yeah. ahead and I was starting to get like stressed, but yeah. eventually it just all came together. Yeah. Right. So are you glad that it took a little bit longer for it to get to yeah. where it is? It's definitely like one of my favorite brands that I've come out with now. I love it. It's one of my favorites <laughs> that you've done too. Maggie, what about you? I would probably say the website was most challenging for me just because I had never done any like anything related to that. So are you going to be a web designer now? <laughs> I don't know. I, I kind of like it a little bit, like the more, vi- I don't know how to say it, like the visual aspect, not the coding. Mm-hmm. Not building not it. <laughs> that's not going to happen, but like the visual aspects of it. And there are ways to do it like that. Um, but I, it was a learning experience because I had never done it before. And you have to like, I didn't know that you had to like design it in specific margins, columns, kind of, yeah, yeah. margins so that it could be resized down to like mobile and Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that was that was definitely a learning experience. So, what do you guys found that was the most fun about doing this project? Um, honestly, one of my favorite parts was getting to do the photo shoot of the box because I love doing photography too, and I got to like combine two of my passions, graphic design and photography. Um, but it was cool to see it like all come together and be finished and see all the pieces just. Yeah. It's cool you can pull in your extra skills that you yeah. have outside. Yeah, that was fun. Well, what about you? Um, my favorite part was we were actually already done with the project, and it was probably like a couple months after I decided to expand it more using the software Adobe Dimension, where you can make your own custom mock-ups. And I ended up creating like this whole scene with the box, oh, with wow. like um, stars in the background and everything, just to give it like the magical aspect I wanted it to have. Well, it was great having you both here today. And even Stella, it was nice to see you too <laughs> and seeing your boxes. And as always, trust the process. <laughs>